Welcome back, you lovely individuals who have tuned in today to another episode of the Is What It Is podcast. We are at episode 141. My name is Otlin, and I have my beautiful co-host here, Kivya. Hello. And we are diving into another episode here. Um, if you haven't done so already, check out our podcast, the previous episode, 140. We talked about our friendship, how long we've been friends, and kind of just showed a little appreciation of the relationship that's brought us to where we are now. That has been the catalyst to this podcast. That has grounded us and allowed us to be who we are today. We are continuing to evolve, grow, flourish, um, as friends and sisters, um, as individuals, and we are just open to sharing our journey with you. So take a listen. Anywhere you can listen to podcasts is what it is. That's where we're at. Tune in, baby. So this episode, we are going to do something that if you go back and take a listen to, we've done quite a few times. It's tapping into the Skin Deep deck. They are questions, conversation starters um, that you can utilize. Uh, there are different relationship dynamics that you can choose from. Couples, dating, strangers, friends, family, a lot of different ones. Self. Um, literally over 250 questions that you just ask. Think about it things you never thought of. Um, it's a great because it allows you to see different perspectives from others, from yourself. I truly enjoy it. We truly enjoy it. We've done it a lot. Um, and we're going to do it again today. However, we are going to use questions from the stranger deck. So again, we've been friends for almost 17 years. And we're going to pull some stranger questions because... We learn about each other all the time and mm -hmm. ourselves as well. So we're intrigued to see how this is going to go. Um, yeah, let's jump right in. You want to start, mate? Yeah, I'll start. <clears throat> when thinking of the past, is it nostalgic or painful and why? Okay. Uh, and that's even deep. <sighs> On its own, because what part of the past? Yeah. But it just says, but the the, what's the first? I guess we'll go off with the first. For me, nostalgic. Mm. Always. I think I'm a nostalgic person. I always go back, reflect. Um, because a lot of the time, a lot of my life, moments have came and gone. And I'm now learning to be present. Um, so the reason why when I think about it, it's nostalgic is because I'm like, oh my God, I didn't appreciate that moment. Right. I didn't see that moment for what it was. I actually saw it for a negative. It was a positive. So I think that's why it'll always be nostalgic for me. Um, the pain really isn't there anymore. I think mm -hmm. I can connect and I can pinpoint where the pain was, but I think it's nostalgic because... 
I realize how I, I'm always able to like reflect on the areas I've grown and I can just pinpoint like, oh man, like I should have like appreciated that because it's gone now. It's done. Mm. It's different now. You know, so I think for me, it's always going to be nostalgic. And that's actually something I have to learn how to no longer, like, do. It's like the nostalgia, like, it's, that's a part of my archetype, to be nostalgic. So for me, I realize how often I do that. But the reason why I do it is because I didn't allow myself to be present in that moment. And I realized how disconnected from things I was. Right. So it's like, oh my God, that was a happy moment. But I only picked out the negative. Right. So for me, it's definitely not pain. For sure. Mm. It's always going to be like, just reflecting and just being like, oh, that happened. Or like, that was a moment in time. Right. I can smile, I can laugh at those times, and, like, a lot of them make me happy now. Whereas in the moment, I just didn't see it that way. Right. So I think that's why the word nostalgic um, resonates with how I view my past, for sure. What about you? Uh, Deep. Hmm. Deep. Uh, I think for me, it's along the same lines of, for sure, nostalgia where you can remember moments that brought you joy and um, just familyhood Mm -hmm. and remembering those good moments. Mm -hmm. But I feel like also my mind works, I think it operates just from like the devil advocate side of like not really shedding enough light on how much the pain, um, has impacted me more than the nos- than the nostalgic parts. Yes. And I think for that reason, um, because there's more primary focus on the hurt, not that I'm like holding on to it, but that's just something that I would remember first, I would probably have to say painful. Mm-hmm. Um, and not in a negative way of, yes, we know that there is hurt when it comes to pain but when I think of pain reflecting on my past I appreciate where it has brought me through Mm -hmm. um so I would probably have to say painful in that regard okay yeah I hear that I see that 100% I can connect with that I think for me I just realized that like things that were painful I didn't perceive as painful I may have Mm. thought like oh like a hurdle or it's tough, Mm -hmm, but I don't mm -hmm. think I allowed myself to view it as pain or like, you know, right. right. Because I've always just kind of like floated over those things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, you know, I think, um, for me, I think of the fact that there's a presence that is okay with the drama and the laughter and the like jokey. Mm Mm-hmm. But majority, like 80% of the time, it is pretty serious. Almost 90% of the time, I'm a very serious person. Mm -hmm. And I think that just how I deliver it is in a lighthearted way. Yeah. So that, you know, other people are able to receive it. But the way that my mind is operating from is definitely serious and, like, focused on, like, the detail. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's why, like, pain is what... 
I was able to easily identify. Yeah. Um, and be able to absorb it and handle it however I did, you know? Got it. Yeah. Okay. Woo! Just to let y'all know, that was one question, one card. Right, right, right. My turn now. What do you always carry with you? Mm. It's so funny that that's the question because I always carry the bangle that's belonged mm. to my grandmother. Mm. Um, it's always on my person. Mm-hmm. And even though like the mechanics of it like has tugged on like my nipple ring and has been uncomfortable or mm-hmm. like I'm going in the airport and like they're asking me to take it off and it's like this big whole thing. Um, I always carry it as not only a reminder of her, but like what she represented and like how she impacted me, mm-hmm. like what she really means to me. I love that. I was totally able to be carefree and like laugh with her. And, you know, if, if a curse came out, I wasn't schooled because of it. And like, we were having really, really like ping pongy chats going off because she was a Gemini. So she was very much able to be two sides of the coin and be able to talk about both, about both sides of it. And like, just her perspective and like, I knew that I loved her a lot and she meant so much to me and I feel like I always want to be able to like look at it and think about her and I like that I'm able to that I'm still able to do that Mm -hmm. like I'll always be remember that when I look at that Mm -hmm. and I think that that's a great thing to have and it's just a great reminder and like it lifts my spirit when it needs to and yeah that's what I have on me. Okay. I would, I have a similar, it's for my grandfather and it's a bangle bracelet kind of thing. And it was interesting because it was something that he always had on, but I never recognized it until it was like he passed and it was like his belongings. And I looked at it and I was like, oh my God, he always had that. And you know, when people die, a lot of people don't think about the little things of like, what do you do with their belongings? certain things like a bangle a bracelet a necklace like who gets that who even wants it Mm -hmm. and i just seen it picked it up put it on my wrist and same thing i've never taken it off and i don't know it's just always been a part of me and it's just interesting because it was something that i i missed me even noticing until he died that that was something he always wore right and it was like in a sentimental way it was something that i just wanted to have with me you know Another thing that's not as sentimental is lip gloss, chapstick, something for my lips. Like, I, in every jacket, purse, I have something for my lips. Right, right. Um, Blistex was definitely the thing for a very long time. In high school, we went out, all the things like Blistex, winter. Like, and I think for me, Blistex, it started because I realized like Blistex was like medication. So, like, if you had dry lips, crack lips, it would make them smooth. It would make them nice. Like, you know, if you're a smoker and they kind of get a bit dark and black, you could definitely use Blistex and they look nice and pretty and clean and shiny. So, I always associated with Blistex with, like, my lips would look nice, you know. 
And also I thought of like people who had herpes. Like when I first learned about what herpes was, I was like, it's medication. It's also like making my lips shiny. But God forbid if, you know what I mean? Like it's like, it's also for cold sores. Like I didn't know. So right. when I first wore I was like, I don't have a cold sore, but if it's strong enough to help heal cold sores, then my non-cold sore lips right. would be protected. Would be perfect. Right, right, And right. that is something I always, always had. Recently, not as much. Or I still carry the Blistex brand, but it's just like, you know, a different... Not the primary. Weight, but not the, um, the round... The original Blistex. Right, 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 right. But that was a staple. Mm-hmm. But I still have Blistex. For sure. Just in another form. 10,000% I still have that on hand. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That was card number two. What's your next card? Mm. What do you think is one thing we surprisingly have in common? Hmm... Surprisingly, I would say, um, how mm, non-emotionally emotional we are. Mm. Being that I am a cancer, Mm. I think over time I realized that we're both non-emotionally emotional and we know when each other is being more emotional than normal right you know so I think we have that in common where we're both like not really that emotional right and I think the reason why it's surprising is because whenever one of us are being more emotional we're both able to be like oh it's really hitting you because this isn't your norm Right. So I would say that. Mm. What would you say? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, surprising. Mm-hmm. I think it's really surprising that despite our appearance, how we appear outwardly, mm. that we can both display uh, feminine energy. Really? Yes. I think 100% because I have to always go back (laughs) to when I think of like sensual. Mm -hmm. But I never not thought of you as feminine ever. Yeah, I know. But I mean like I feel like the way that I go about it, mm. um, I get what you mean. Different, different, different scale point. <laughs> um, and I think yes, but I never regardless, her, like we're still non-feminine. <laughs> I think you just always viewed mine as like on the scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Over the top. Yeah, and not. It's just I don't even over the top is not the word. It's <laughs> Very natural for you. Okay. We'll we'll say... Yeah, but I feel like 
that. Your version is just your version of feminine. So I always never not viewed you as no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 I get that. (laughs) But, (laughs) but like, on the spectrum of that. Okay. Being that we are both on different spectrums of that, Mm -hmm. that we can both uh, view each other in that way Mm. is surprising. Okay, okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, like, not that it's a, it's a thing. Okay. Okay. So my next card question, also each card has a symbol at the top that just kind of helps categorize and preface the type of con- the type of question that it is. Mm-hmm. So the symbol that I have is on this card, infinity. And the question is, what's one thing you really want to experience and why? I would really like to experience being a part of, like, um, something super spiritual. Like, I want to say, like, monk or, like, Mm -hmm. um, just something where you get to cut out the outside world and really connect with that that familyhood and really connect with um, self and letting go of ego and really focused on like the better parts of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, because I know that that would be something that's I know will help with the things that I need help with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like once you're able to better overstand who you are and what you can be and like who you can be for other people like your gift Mm -hmm. um like just being better able to tap into that Mm -hmm. so that it's more satisfying and like you're ultimately manifesting what you want when you're working and operating from your purpose right and I feel like when those um veils and things like those those building blocks or those borders are just overcome you're better able to be that Mm -hmm. and I think that holistically that's ultimately what I really want from this life right um and I think that that would help get me there I hear that I hear that I think for me, um, one thing that I really want to experience is um, going into like an orphanage mm-hmm. and like um, in Africa or something. It sounds cliche, but I've always felt called to do that. Right. Um, whether it's like build a shelter or feed the children. I think from I was a child and I seen the World Vision commercials. Right. I didn't believe those people genuinely cared. And I think I always felt like I was someone who would actually care. And I would actually have good intentions and I would I wanna do that. I wanna be there. I wanna 
give them the food I want to you know what I mean provide the water like I just saw myself doing what they were displaying in the commercial but I saw myself doing it in a genuine way that I just felt like they they probably weren't being um I think yeah I would love to like build a school build a home set up medical services um treat people in ways that I can provide aid like I I definitely want to experience that because it's something that I always have before I even knew I wanted to right I think going to school for nursing and all of that was motivated by those feelings growing up Mm -hmm. but I think because that's innately who I am that's why I rebelled against nursing because I felt like I'm doing something that is a part of who I am and it was a part of me that I I won't say I disliked but it kind of started to feel like a burden of being that person who always wanted to give and help and right be there and it just was a lot but in terms of going to a rural anywhere um and just helping or being of service in that way specifically to children in need is something that I definitely would love to experience and I I will I think that is like a moment in life that I just know I would be my heart would be full because it's Mm. just always something that I've been called to and I think that's something that I have to fulfill and mm. I'm excited to do it because anytime there's a moment or an instance where I see it, it's just like, oh my God, I have to, or like, I can't wait, or like, that would be great. So I definitely um, really want to experience that. I think that would be a great gift. I think that would be, that would just make my life to say that I've done that. Because I've, you know, walked into, like, people's home who are retired and old and cared for them and seen them have experience, like, oh, I went to this part of the world and this is what I did and what I experienced. And I think when I'm 82, I want to show the photo on the wall of, like, I went to this place and this is where I, like, fed the kids and I went into, you know, like, I see my, I've always seen myself having that story. For sure. And so it's, like, that's something I really want to actually accomplish because I've always seen myself being 82 and talking about that time that I did this thing where I was able to help people in the way that I could. So mm. that's something that I really want to, to accomplish. Yeah. For sure. Nice. Yeah. Very fulfilling. Absolutely. But see y'all, this is just a little dose of the types of conversation questions from four cards mind from you four cards and just what it can stir up in you something you've never thought about um or like if it's the first thought just say it yeah and then you don't even really know exactly. that that's the thought that you had exactly that's like, that's the best way to describe it pick a card respond right um and right you surprise yourself you surprise people you're having the conversation with it's just 
great. It shows you how much and how expensive your mind really is. It shows how superficial you really are and how deep you can really go. Mm -hmm. And like how deep you haven't gone as well. And yeah, it brings things to the surface. It's it's a much needed tool. Right. I think that this whole deck creation, whatever, like it's just allowed a lot of depth in the conversations and your thoughts and interactions that you can have with people. And I think it's a great tool to utilize for all of us. For people who have issues with communication, issues with expressing your thoughts, um, being understood through these types of questions, how you respond, whoever's listening can get a deeper understanding of right. who you are. Right. And I think it's just a great thing to utilize. Right. Right. Thank you so much uh, for that. Um, definitely check out the deck skindeep.com they have a bunch of different um, types of cards and questions that are geared to different circumstances um, it's always good to break the ice and just touch base genuinely um, instead of what's your favorite color I will <laughs> always hate those types of chats <laughs> um, but thank you again for tuning in to another episode of It Is What It Is podcast. This is episode number 141. Um, you can always interact with us on our Instagram, blackmagic, B-L-B-C-K-M-A-G-I-Q-U-E. As always, new episode Sundays, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And with that, I'm Kivia, my lovely co-host, Otlin. Is that? Peace out.